For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Oh my, I am in a fantastic mood after yesterday. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Very quickly, a thank you and a welcome to our newest Patreon, or I'm sorry, to our newest patron over at Patreon. Lou Pisano. Lou, thank you so, so much for your support. And also, of course, thank you to all of our patrons who allow us to continue to do this. You can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. Get access to the podcast episodes early, at my match reaction episodes, uh, a bunch of other uh, news and update stuff uh, periodically as well. Uh, again, patreon.com slash Roma press my oh my Andy. So I, I, I'm going to continue because uh, that, that metaphor that I so eloquently painted of uh, being insecure and uh, being worried about losing Paolo Di Paolo seemed to hit home to way too many people. So first, in that regard, I was, I was glad to see that I was not the only one growing up or in present day, uh, fully aware that uh, they're with somebody, uh, their partner, far, far better looking aesthetically, at least, than they are. And they have once again uh, outpaced the defense, so to speak. And that struck a chord with quite a few people, which again, that made me feel somewhat better about myself. But what Paolo Dybala did yesterday was the equivalent, okay, of after being made aware how insecure we are, they kind of uh, kept that in the back of their mind, and we decided to go on a spur-of-the-moment, last-moments decision, uh, 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 gathering or date out to dinner, and within five minutes, they have gotten ready, and they look far better than you know you ever could have, even if it had took you two to three hours. That is what <laughs> Paolo Dybala did yesterday against Fiorentina. Twofold that I want to go through. Obviously, Paolo Dybala, fantastic once again, fulfilling and living up to every single hope, every single expectation, whatever you want to call it. In my opinion, every Roma supporter rightfully had for him. He is living up to that and more. It's going to get overshadowed, but I want to start out at least uh, partially with two things because I I think they were talked about, but obviously with Paolo Dybala playing so magnificently, they're going to get slightly overshadowed. 
The first, we don't have to spend too much time on this, Tammy Abraham. I think he has been absolutely fantastic to begin this new year. He did not have a goal to his name yesterday. That was the only thing, really, if if I had to add one extra thing to the wish list that uh, I, I would have preferred to have been filled, it would be that one that he would have gotten a goal. But nonetheless, two assists, fantastic. I thought he he looks more freer. And again, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I look at him yesterday, okay? when. He was not scoring particularly in the first half of uh, this campaign. He started to develop the syndrome that I always reference it as, is um, Pablo Osvaldo. Osvaldo is the guy who I notoriously reference to. He either does nothing or he does a goal. You know, like there is no middle ground for the guy where, you know, he will either do nothing in a match or he will score four times. Um, Or he is also the guy that will play like crap for 89 minutes and then give 60 seconds of fantastic effort, character, everything rolled into one, and he will pop up and score a magnificent goal. And then in the pulse match, we find ourselves debating, well, was that a good performance? Because if you play for crap uh, you know and for 99 percent of the match does that one percent with the goal does that really cancel everything out tammy abraham was slowly developing that sort of syndrome in the first half of the season in my opinion this year because when the guy did not score andy and we talked about this a number of times it was so clear it devastated him mentally emotionally to a degree at which it almost got to the point where if he didn't score, you you couldn't count on him really for anything. Also, he was apologizing. Yeah, uh, I was in going his to Instagram stories. Yeah. Like, was that Atalanta? Then? or no? Atalanta. I think it? also on another occasion, but Atalanta. Yeah, because it was right before I think the international break, and uh, and he just posted that photo of of his boots and and the dressing room and like i promise i'll get i'll get through it i'll find mm. a way you know i mean that was um that's how that's that's the that's how low he was at that moment yeah i mean he had gotten so down on himself at so many points in that first half of the campaign that i couldn't tell if it was the pressure of wanting to make the world cup if it was the 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 avalanche, the snowball effect, the rock rolling down the hill, so to speak, effect of one thing goes bad, it leaks into the next performance and into the next and so on and so forth. In this early part of the year, though, what do we have under our belts? Four matches? Four matches. He has one goal. And is it two assists or three assists? I thought it was three, but I, I, I think it may be two. Nonetheless, he looks livelier. I, I, I can't he makes really think his of presence it. felt, yeah. Yes, it just freer, lighter, livelier, whatever word you want to use. Just the guy, he is not letting the fact that he does not find the back of the net um, affect his contribution. And if I recall correctly, you brought this up either the last episode or maybe 
a fairly recent one. I, I could have swore you said something along the lines of this. But do you remember when Tammy Abraham in a match, and I forget the exact one earlier this season, he had scored a goal and he was saying, I thought we played well. I thought I did well, so on and so forth. And then Jose Mourinho, he comes into the press conference, uh, his post-match press conference, and he states, well, no, I, I don't think Tammy Abraham played particularly well. He can do better. Um, obviously, is I would say more so as a way to, to motivate him and not to necessarily criticize him. But it's clear now that this guy is having a much wider view of his performance and what his level of contribution perhaps should be in a match. Because again, yesterday he did not score. But had it not been for Paulo Dybala, I could easily make the case that he was among the best on the pitch. I think so. You mean, listen, uh, the, 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 wonderful, the wonderful thing about this, this uh, new start to the year, uh, not only obviously is, is this nice string of results, that um you know that gives us hope as we as we enter the, the probably the busiest time of the year and um certainly one of the most challenging times of the year because this is as we know it's a make or break part of the season where honestly a lot of the objectives for the rest of the season are either validated or nullified based on how you play whether you're able to to shift from one match to the other, from one competition to the other, and um, so that's that's been a real pleasure. But it's also exactly been a real pleasure to see Tammy Abraham back to being the Tammy Abraham that we loved last season, where even if he doesn't score, he still finds a way to impact the game, and he more importantly he finds a way to to make his presence felt and to to let others shine and you you don't feel that it's taking away from him and uh this the the sacrifice the the movement the the fact that perhaps he doesn't even get a shot off last season when those when 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 those moments happened when those games came along you never felt that that detracted from whatever he was doing whatever his development was and uh and you always felt like okay this is this is another part of his game that's and um i'm i'm really surprised by how many people forgot that he is able to do it i think he himself forgot about it for a while and that was uh, that that's why i thought all the criticism was valid to a point uh, because we saw the kind of player that he is I don't think that last season was a fluke. You know, it's it's like saying, "Oh, Edin Dzeko's first season is the norm." No, I mean that was really something that that wasn't Edin Dzeko. Edin Dzeko was the Edin Dzeko that we all knew and loved uh, afterwards, right? And and similarly, Tammy Abraham is the player from last season. The the player that we saw in these opening stages of this season, the first half before the international break. Clearly, a player who was uh, too much in his head was trying too hard. Um, couldn't really see anything beyond his need to score to have his name up on the score sheet. And now, finally, it seems to 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 you know to have dawned on him that 
man, remember, remember what happened last season when when you were able to put your ego to the side and contribute and and find ways to contribute that were not necessarily related to scoring. I think last uh, you know two nights ago, no, sorry, um, last night. Um, what was fascinating is, for example, the, on the first goal. You know, that's that's such a remarkable thing that he does. Just with his chest, you know, it's it's something very, that he could have easily messed up. It's something that he could have easily not done. Um, and instead, he's got the presence of mind to 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 find Dybala, to see Dybala's movement, to read him, uh, read his intentions. And and I thought that was a pro move. That's a move that you don't make unless you really have it in you. That natural instinct of of contributing no matter what. If you're selfish, if you're somebody who's gonna look to score any time, any day, he will most likely let that ball drop to his feet and then turn and try to do something. And instead, he read that situation beautifully, um, and that ended up in a, in a great goal by Dybala. But it, it just, I think that's very encouraging. It is um, this Roma so far has put a nice string of results, um, but what what really is encouraging is that this this the sense of involvement. It seems like finally, I don't want to say speak too soon, you know, but but finally there is there is a nice balance between everybody finding ways to contribute you know i'm obviously i'm still waiting on somebody like belotti to to make his presence felt i'm I, i'm i'm curious to see so back and uh, integrated but more or less notice how kumbula finds a way to get two performances in ah that's um, where i was going next you yes. know but but notice how bove out of the blue you know starts starts games and um, Tahirovic is regularly in the rotation, comes off the bench, if in, or sometimes starts, and so this is a very nice dynamic that, if if used correctly in the wrong run, can be your saving grace. Um, because I think, and this is a fascinating thing also about Mourinho himself, is that he seems to contradict himself all the time. Right? You, he's got sometimes he's got that urge to complain and then he's got an urge to say something really positive and redeeming and the, he knows that the solutions have to be gotten from the players at his disposal that's where the solutions lie and not the transfer window unless you're Chelsea um, unless you are a Premier League club with uh, an, an enormous amount of money at your disposal um notice nobody in Italy is able to do anything right now. You're not going to find solutions on the transfer window. The solutions are going to have to come from your own stable, let's say. And 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 that's been the case. I think that will be the case. You have to find ways to rotate. You have to find ways to to replace guys. Um, you know, it's... it's I, mind you, we're, we're heading into the next league fixture with, I think... Um, Smalling, Mancini, Cristante, eh, Zagnolo, and Selic, uh, all one yellow card away from suspension. And so, obviously, that is a problem. But you have to find ways to compensate. You have to find ways to, to make up for these, uh, for these potential absences. And, I, and it seems to me that Roma and Mourinho are on the way to finding 
that answer that I, I constantly spoke about before the international break, when I saw that Roma were just looked helpless and at times they looked so frustrated with the fact that they couldn't get things done their way and that some some plan something didn't go, didn't go according to plan and they would grow so frustrated was so visible uh, that I would be really upset with with this attitude with this approach because it's it's football it's it's sports it's a it's a long season a lot of unpredictable things uh, can happen but you have to find ways to to be prepared and and react and 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 Tammy contributing the way he does, uh, Kumbula contributing is all. It all adds up. It all adds up. It all helps you um, put these wins, or in, in the case of Milan, a comeback draw. You know, it that's that's crucial in the wrong run. When you when you look back, that's the kind of make or break situation we're talking about. Was the team able to adapt? And to find a, a, a solution, yes or no, because at the end of the day, that will determine how far you will go this season. Well, I wanted to bring up the guy you you just mentioned, Kumbula, who I joked, and we have joked on here at times about guys who we haven't seen in a very long time, wanting the club to release the hostage photo, so to speak. I need to see the player holding in today's training session the most recent edition of uh, Corriere dello Sport just to make sure that they are still alive. I was well past that point with Kumbula. It seemed like most were really not concerned, but more so confused as to what what was happening to this guy. Now, it, it wasn't very widely publicized, but uh, I... I I have been speaking to his agent uh, over the past uh, over the past couple of days. Going to do an interview at some point this week, but anyway, he has been dealing with physical issues. He has um, had to deal with reoccurring physical issues, but he was available at many points throughout the season and was not even. I mean, Andy, forget, forget starting as like a rotation or a different option. This guy was not even in the mind of Jose Mourinho. Do you remember? Do, uh, we had Matias Vigna playing its central defender at points this season. In the Europa League, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Vigna, even with Kumbula available, and it was confusing because it didn't really seem like there was a reason for it. It didn't seem like there was a... A, a publicized falling out because that's what I was trying to understand from uh, from from his agent was what is going on here we're we're not uh, receiving much of an understanding as to why this guy is in the situation is that he is we started to see as a result of this an uptick and an increase of uh, transfer rumors regarding this guy. We saw Torino, Fiorentina, so on and so forth. So many clubs linked to him. And it was very confusing because we all know, and you and I have talked about it on here so many times last season, where he was among the very few, very few, who was able to get off of the 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 hit list, so to speak, of Jose Mourinho following what happened last season against Porto, 
he was one of the how okay how many guys actually made it uh, back onto the pitch after that match because that was essentially none like, apart right. from him none right think about For it Gonzalo Villar, purposes- Gonzalo Villar Borja Mayoral Amadou Diawara Ricardo Calafiori uh, Brian Reynolds that, that's <laughs> I mean to, you want to by the way you want to talk about punishment uh, Reynolds going to uh, Belgian side that I, I have to be honest to you I, I was not uh, extremely familiar with before this and summer he, now he's back there and Amadou yes. Diawara is also <laughs> in Belgium and uh <laughs> And Boyer Mayoral and Gonzalo Villar are back again together. Well, yeah, I, I thought you were going to talk about Calafiori. He's playing. And Calafiori is in Switzerland, Switzerland and they're not happy with him. Right. <laughs> oh, my. I'm surprised I didn't see him when I got stuck there uh, on my flight. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, basically what happened was that, that if we want to view or, or, or use that match, you know, we have uh, in dates when we talk of history, AC, or I'm sorry. Uh, BC and AD, okay, that Bodo match is basically the equivalent or of uh, like the Big Bang, so to speak. Like we have time before this moment. That is like our reference point. And he was a part of the group that was uh, criticized by Jose Mourinho. He was held out for a number of matches. And then Jose Mourinho seemed to go out of his way to not only bring him back into the fold, but to feature him and to even praise him. Because if, if you remember, there was about um, a two to three, three weeks stretch where Jose Mourinho just seemed to be lauding this guy at every possible moment. So we're thinking to ourselves, okay, here we go. He's going to enter this season with a much bigger role. He's going to enter this season as a, 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 a key figure, so to speak. Even if he is not starting, he will be among the first to be relied upon to alternate with the defenders. Yet, Andy, I can't recall a single thing he did in the first half of the season. Now, I and let me just preface this. I understand that it is a very inconsistent Fiorentina side, and I understand he was against a very... Uh, you know, Serie B, Serie B signing Genoa, two matches in a row. Okay, two or, or was it Bologna that he featured? It was Genoa, Genoa. Um, two matches in a John, row. They two? are the same colors, but come on, yeah. <laughs> where <are you? laughs> yeah. we have a football wow. dedicated podcast, uh, and John oh can't gosh. even no, recognize. No, no. I, I couldn't remember which match he featured in. I wasn't sure if he featured in the Bologna one or the Genoa <laughs> one. But anyway, anyway, two very good performances, and. Again, it seemed like, you know, even his teammates, you see you see his teammates, you see Jose Marino going out of their way to praise this guy. I, it, it is such a confusing situation he is in, but it is so clear, you know, when relied upon, I mean, he is good. I have never understood why he has failed to to maybe impress himself upon Paolo Fonseca. Jose Mourinho, because I think, and particularly in the final season of him at uh, Hellas Verona, I thought he was fantastic. He was linked from, uh, I mean, before making the move to Roma, it was Inter, Lazio. I mean, everybody was chasing this guy. Nobody had in dispute his abilities. And it just seemed in that first season, he maybe perhaps needed to get um, his, his his feet wet, used to 
different environment, whatever, we can use that as a toss-aside season. Jose Mourinho comes in, and he is not relied upon initially very much. We saw we were we saw what happened against Baldo. He works his way out of it. So you again, you would think he would build upon that. And then this year, again, I just have to reiterate, I have been so confused as to what has been going on with this guy. And again, that's acknowledging his physical issues. But I, I see what we saw last night. And I just become not enraged, but puzzled to a degree that gets me just slightly annoyed because it is so clear he is talented. I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's uh, coaching, technical, tactical aspects, maybe everything, a little piece of everything meshed and combined into one. But man, is he a good player? Just when the circumstances are correct. He is very good. Um, and I also found it uh, interesting that he replaced Ibanez or has replaced Ibanez, who, even though he scored a crucial goal against Milan, he was also at fault for a horrendous marking on the first goal of Milan in that match. I just, I don't know, found that interesting. What, what do you think of Kumbula? Because it's, it's a very confusing situation he is in. Well, Kumbula is has always been a confusing situation because he, um, yeah, I think he was brought in in that transition period. I mean, he came in in the same window as Pedro, so that tells you all you need to know about more or less Roma's intentions, which were really, I mean, were coordin- being coordinated by agents and with no sporting director in sight. So, Kumbula was brought in without a clear you know, place in the team and and uh, struggled to get minutes with Fonseca, found some some more consistency near the end. And once again, same thing with, with Jose Mourinho. This season, uh, clearly, Mourinho has his preferences and uh, Smalling will always play no matter what. Nobody's moving Smalling way. Um, Mancini this year, 2023, hasn't done anything wrong he's actually been one of the strongest players in 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 the team um one of the more consistent performers in in um in this in the in these four first four games of the season um, of the second half of the season sorry uh and kumbula is is there to eventually either replace smalling when he needs a rest probably um in, or when whenever he needs to sort of not be risked any further, and um, it's a, it's a game where you can afford not to have him back there, or exactly when when Ibanez is, uh, is suspended. Uh, ultimately, it's difficult to to just have, you know, it's it's difficult to say oh Kumbula should be a regular starter. I I really I really. No, I I don't think anybody thinks that. I, I but no, I no, think, and though... and and that's that's part of the conversation. That's why we're saying it's it's a puzzling situation for him, and that's why I also lobbied yeah. for him during the summer to leave because uh, clearly the guy that we saw at Hellas Verona was one of the best defenders in Serie, A, and he was only nineteen years old. Okay, so that's the that's the whole damn thing with Kumbula with Juric was unbelievable. And um, you know, considered one of the best talents of the national team, and and one of the most exciting prospects, and he's got a long career ahead of him. Um, 
And so that's what I found frustrating is that, you know, great, he's staying behind and, and we got our fourth defender and damn, the team needs also an additional one. And, and we all know it. And Thiago Pintos himself said it. If, if Wijnaldum didn't get injured, they would have gone for another defender. Maybe that would have given them uh, more options as to in order to switch to a back four system, uh, which... Mourinho also addressed in in uh, last night's uh, post match press conference, saying exactly that you know among the defenders, Kumbula probably has the nicest touch, but overall the detriments of uh, of a back four. I mean that that would uh, affect the majority of the players in Roma's backline, and obviously we all look at Smalling, who is Roma's leader, but um, probably not the ideal player to have in a back four, and. Um, and so it is a bizarre a bizarre situation. I think that uh, Kumbula has always been the kind of player who is ready no matter what and will always be grateful to step on the field. There is always that sense that um, he'll do anything it takes, no matter what. I mean, the guy celebrates on Instagram even for games where he doesn't even participate in, you know? That tells you all you need to know. Usually players are just... Someone in our Patreon group said he is like... Uh... Like the dog when he is told he is going to the park, mm. and not, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> he remove is the that golden it, retriever. Yeah, he he's is, the golden retriever of the team, and and he it's, gets so excited. Yeah, and yeah. it's great. It's great. It's great. I mean, that also is why he stayed around and wasn't part of the Stalinesque purge that uh, Mourinho inflicted on uh, on several Oof. of the younger Oof. players <laughs> in. Uh, in the bottle, the backle, and 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 that's what allowed him to get back into the rotation and to even find his way into consecutive starts last season. And so, this is you know it's 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 weird because on one hand you recognize the talent and you recognize really the the um, uh, just the 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 willingness to 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 contribute no matter what and that's again what i i speak to and i think mourinho realizes this he realizes he is working with imperfect players he's working with a lot of players that still need uh, to learn uh, many many things and um honestly the way he's been praising dibala just points to Mourinho clearly identifying dibala as the guy who has it all the guy who has it all and who knows like whom on whom you can rely on no matter what because he's got it covered. He he's he's gone through everything. He's he's won a lot of the basically Dybala deals on the same wavelength as Mourinho. I think that's the feeling between the two is Mourinho mm, recognizes that point. this is his guy because they understand each other. The rest of the team, I mean Pellegrini is good. He recognizes that he's the captain. I think he recognizes that there is a lot of pressure also involved in being the captain and the you know, boyhood club and so on in a place like Rome. And so he recognizes Pellegrini's effort to to be there through injury, to to captain even in, in, in the worst defeats, to make himself available even in the most meaningless games. He's always there no matter what. Boom, 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 boom. But he knows that this personnel is lacking something. And I think he is once again, for the nth time, trying to mesh with all the limitations, all the flaws of this team. And you can hear it in what he has to say. You can hear it in what the likes of uh, Zaleski have to... I mean, everybody says, we we give everything we got. You know, we got we, we do our best. 
Meaning, we are we we know we are not Real Madrid. We know we are not, you know, uh, the trio of uh, Cross, Modric, and Casemiro. We know that, and so that's why we we are doing everything we can in order to to just contribute, just just give our you know nth of something to this team to make it work. Um, whether it's by having Kumbula slot in for Ibanez because of a suspension, uh, whether it's by having Bove all of a sudden, get, you know, make consecutive appearances from the start, whether it's by having Volpato, like in the past, Volpato coming on and playing a major role in Roma's attack and helping you solve that um, hopeless match against Hellas Verona. There is that that understanding that this team is far from perfect and the only way, the only way you're going to compensate for, whether it's lack of talent, whether it's lack of, I don't know, intelligence, uh, tactical awareness, whatever it is, the intentions have to be there. And everybody, <clears throat> everybody, well, except for one player whom we know is on the transfer list and... <laughs> But but that oh, clearly no. shows. But you know that I think that speaks louder than anything is that everybody is talking about giving our best, doing our best, and Mourinho acknowledges it. He's he's not dismissing it. He actually points out. He praises. He praises the younger players. He praises Tammy Abraham. Praises DiBala. Praises Pellegrini. He makes an effort to recognize that these guys are trying to compensate for. Uh, just whatever it is they're missing. And I think that's important. It shows that um, the team finally, and I, that's what I got from yesterday's words by, by Mourinho is that finally what we were waiting for all this time following the conference league win, it was to see that Roma team from last season, right? We wanted to see that team. How come that team wasn't gelling properly? I think that's what we're starting to see. We're starting to see a team that is finding ways and gelling and meshing and understanding each other and trying to get on the same wavelength. And you can only do that in, within this team. You can only do that by showing the right intentions. And I think that's the common denominator. Oh, definitely. I, I think that's spot on. And before going, that, that is sort of one thing I want to, I guess, highlight is Jose Mourinho, particularly coming from Premier League, okay? I, I would give him very few faults for coming into this situation. It's Roma. It is admittedly for him a step down. And... He is and was given lots of resources since arriving. But I can only imagine the feeling when you see what, what Chelsea do. Just at the, you know, the drop of uh, the hat, they insert themselves into a transfer negotiation. And what, what, what did they pay? One, 100, uh, 100 million. Million pounds, you know, for... Modric. For yeah, for, for a guy that I don't even necessarily know if you can uh, immediately count him into uh, their their starting formation. Uh, Jao Felix, bringing that guy on lo just a loan fee of what what was it like fifteen million pounds for a loan fee? I mean, just outrageous stuff. He can, and I would not have again given him too many faults. 
gone the the, the way of uh, Antonio Conte, who never misses a moment, an opportunity to, I, I won't say motivate the club's senior management, but certainly, but certainly impress upon to them that he is not thrilled with the lack of options at his disposal. And he never, ever, ever, when he is in front of a microphone, misses a chance to to mention that. Jose Mourinho, he did that if we remember last season, yeah? Uh, do we remember? He did it once. He did it once. And again, I do not fault him for it because of the number of times he hasn't done it since. You have to give him credit, Andy, because, again, he easily could have complained. You know, I need this. I need that. But instead, full credit to him. As you mentioned, he's finding um, resources in, I, I won't say unearthed, places but he instead of complaining is finding ways to, oh yeah and he's adapting mind you he's a, i mean he's probably the the first coach in a long long while who i think attends basically every single primavera game um you know it, it yes. then that yes. you know that may not seem like much but it, it it sort of points to a need a need to find alternative solutions and more and more you know more and more often we find new names just spring up on the on the team call sheet and whenever you know he recognizes that somebody's not getting their a fair chance or somebody might not get a chance going forward like uh um say uh, Tripi who you know was was uh, went uh, went to 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 Slovenia to play um you know needed playing time was with the team for a while but just it wasn't the moment. It wasn't good enough uh, uh, of a moment for him to to sort of uh, make an impact in the ranks. He recognizes that and he lets the player know. But so far, the this has been really the strength. The strength that stems from, you know, a weakness. A weakness that Mourinho recognizes. And I think uh, yesterday he said every coach wants to hear from the management that, hey, you, there's plenty of money, we're going to sp spend a lot of money, and we're going to be able to build a very strong team, and you're going to get every player you want, and blah, blah. And I think that's, once again, an idea that he struggles. Oh, he struggles because, I mean, hey, this is Jose Mourinho, okay? This is the guy who's won everything and anything, and this is a guy who's wo worked with some of the best players of all time, and he finds himself in a club where... You have to bring in as a last-minute replacement to Gini Wijnaldum, uh, Madi Camara. So you get Gini Wijnaldum on loan, you get Madi Camara on loan, and then what happens if Madi Camara is injured or doesn't um, doesn't find his footing too well? So what do you do? You have to go and and search for a Primavera kid and see if if it works out, and and. That's you know that's the survival of the fittest, but it it is it it just it's strength in numbers. I know I've said it on here. It's the motto of that the Warriors had during one of their uh, championship runs, but it 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 is true in the case of Roma. It really applies this idea of finding additional solutions, no matter what, whether it's. I find it extremely funny because Volpato was, I mean, started a, a number of games. I was just games. about to say he, that. He yeah, scored I knew, goals. I knew where you were going. Yeah. He, and now, and, and now he's, he's back on the bench, nowhere to be seen. But that's fine because eventually, like Bove, he's going to get a chance, right? Bove 
nowhere to be seen, all of a sudden starts two games in a row. What the hell? You know, uh, Tahirovic, he wasn't even on our radar two months ago. And, and now he's just, oh, that's Tahirovic coming on for whoever, right? So that's the thing. It really, that I think that's, it can make a difference. In, in the long run, it definitely can make a difference because you are um, perhaps not building the greatest team of all time, but you are laying the foundations for something. And, and in doing so, you are collecting all the talent that you can get in its rawest form sometimes, and you take the best things about it, right? And you mesh it and you see if it works out. And if it doesn't, okay, it's part of the process. But more often than not, you find hidden gems, you find hidden solutions. Perfect way to put it. Okay, let's end it there. We will be back ahead of uh, the match against uh, Spezia. And then the fun begins. The calendar, I, I believe. This is the only time over the next month or so where Roma have a do not have a midweek match. So it's really going to begin ramping up uh, very, very shortly. A match against Napoli coming soon thereafter, Europa League. So uh, this this is going to be this week at least uh, a bit of a calm before the storm. So. Thank you so, so much, everyone, once again, for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. We will chat with you later in the week. Until then, ciao. Ciao.